You're listening to Midlife State of Mind Podcast, hosted by Aaron Beadle, a midlife gal who dishes on all the challenges and opportunities that come with this middle section of your life. Each episode, you'll find yourself going between laughter and tears as she covers all the topics you need to know about midlife. Welcome back to Midlife State of Mind. I'm your host, Aaron Beadle. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode today. If you're new to the podcast, I'd love to have you hit the follow button so that you can stay in the loop and be notified whenever new episodes drop each week. And if you haven't already, I would appreciate if you would take the time to leave me a rating and a written review. Today's topic is a pretty difficult topic. It's the topic of grief and more specifically is how to hold space for someone else's grief. I've recently experienced the loss of a friend and I've had two neighbors who have also lost children tragically. We know that grief is something that everyone will experience in their lifetime, whether it be the death of a loved one or a friend, or it could even be the loss of a job or the loss of health. Grief is a very complicated process. Probably most listeners are familiar with the stages of grief that were popularized by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. And one thing that I want to point out about grief is that although there are the five stages, it's not something that we move through linearly in a linear fashion. I don't even know if linearly is a word, but we don't always go from stage one to stage two to stage three to stage four to stage five. Grief can flow in both directions. You can skip stages. Some people don't ever experience all of the five stages. In my own life, When my father passed away, I did not go through the five stages of grief, and I didn't grieve in a timely manner. I didn't even start to experience grief until about a year after his death. So when we have a loved one or a friend who is grieving, we often don't know what to say or we're afraid that we'll say the wrong thing. I think that's the most common theme is that we don't know what to say or we're afraid that we're going to say the wrong thing. And I know from talking to friends, what they have expressed is that they're afraid to bring up the person's grief or to address it. And I think that is something that is where we fall short because by not acknowledging their grief, it's almost like we're not acknowledging that they experienced this life-altering loss, whether it's a parent or a child or, or a spouse. And so by us just merely saying, I'm very sorry, or even saying, I don't have the right words to say, but I want to express to you my condolences and my sympathy. I think that part of the reason that we have these fears around saying something or acknowledging the grief is sometimes their grief is a reminder that we could experience the same loss. And it's a mirror for our own struggles and discomfort and our fear around experiencing that in our own life. So when we have someone in our life who has experienced a grief, holding space for them is something that we can do. And I know it's a popularized term, kind of like holding space. What does that even mean? And what it is, is it's just a really powerful way to support someone who is experiencing deep and complicated feelings. It is often very quiet and it doesn't ever try to fix the situation. So we don't try to actually offer advice on how to handle the situation. We're merely just letting someone know hey, I'm here for you. I'm holding space for you if you need me. And while the person who is experiencing grief may not even know what they want or need at the time, eventually it will come and sometimes it can take a while to actually be able to know what it is that they need. 
when we hold space for someone, we never offer advice or suggestions. We don't ever judge their grief or compare griefs with them. And again, grief does not abide by any timeline. So if we see that someone is grieving, it's not that they're going to get over it in a set amount of time, whether it's days, weeks, or months. Grieving can take years for people. And grief, a profound loss, changes us in a significant way that we'll never be the same person we were before that grief. When we hold space for someone, we just invite conversation, we listen, we affirm what they're feeling, we let them know that anything that they're experiencing is okay to experience. We're not trying to set parameters on someone else's grief. And when we hold space for someone, it can be very uncomfortable for us, but sometimes just offering our compassionate ear is more important than trying to say the right thing. Renowned grief expert David Kessler shared that the most powerful thing that you can do for someone who is grieving is just to witness their pain without trying to fix it, basically just coming to sit beside them and share in their pain. It's a tall task and it it requires a lot of the person who is holding space. But when it's someone that we care about, that we want to help lessen their grief, we're willing to take on that burden. I'd be interested to hear how you feel about holding space for someone's grief. Do you find it difficult? Is it something that you shy away from? You can email me at midlifestateofmindpodcast at gmail.com or comment on any of our socials on Instagram and Facebook at midlifestateofmindpodcast. I'd love to have you join in the conversation. I'll be back next week with another episode. Hope you all have a great week. Bye. This has been an E-Squared production.